0: This is Deviant Defense, Deviant Defense podcast. Thank you for listening. The stories you're about to hear, are stories that happened in the last 17 years of working inside the fence, or they happened to my coworkers. With a little bit of, a little bit of extra. So this episode, I'm gonna call the lightning and the rod. I was working my unit, and I was making my rounds. It's no big deal, like I did all the time, like we talked about. I was always walking the unit, and I'm, you know, just minding my own business. And the inmates are good, you know. I'm listening to these sounds, and you could hear, you know, dude over there getting, you know, the showers running. You got dude telling his baby mama or. Is, uh Papi Chulo it's just good looking, whatever, you know, any, all things happen nowadays. So, you know, as I'm moving around, it's evening watch. So evening watch are normally a little bit more chill. You know, you don't got none of the administration there. And you work in a pen, you got to let these dudes do a little bit of something. You can't be clamping down on them in the evening watch. I mean, you could, but you're going to have a very hard shift if you do. So... As I walk, you know, I start smelling a stronger hooch smell than the average hooch smell that you always smell, the pruno, because that stuff is just fermented. It's poison, and you smell it normally like everywhere. But I smell something a little bit different. So I knew that somewhere in those cells, somewhere, there was somebody. So I looked down that range, and I realized that there's this dude sitting there in the chair Watch, it. seemingly watching the two from the second tier. Now, I had learned some things as I'd, you know, been working and learning. You know, it came pretty apparent to me that this dude was, you know, he was the lookout. But he wasn't a very good lookout because I grabbed my keys and I snuck up on him. And I was like, hey, he didn't see me coming. He jumped out his chair. Yeah, that was, um. That was hilarious. His eyes were wide open. Anyway, I went ahead and um, looked around because I knew that he was sitting in front of one of the cells that were somewhere around there. And I'm sure by this time they were kind of tipped off to this. And so I walk, you know, I walk in these two cells like frantically looking because I know they're in here somewhere. And I open up one of the cells. And lo and behold, we got some shit going on like West Virginia type shit, like out in the woods, redneck freaking lightning drinking mofo still going on at the prison in a cell. I'm trying to figure out how these dudes got so damn creative. This still was ridiculous, bro. And it was one of the A.B. associates that were doing this. And usually I'll tell you straight up, the white boys would make some serious lightning and uh but it was the first time that i had seen a stick like that this thing had all the fixing i mean even the stinger and the stinger is the electric like they hook up something electrical so they could hook up to outlets or light switches so that they can uh boil the water right or the hooch or the mash or whatever it is so they had their special mix of mash i don't know the recipe they weren't telling me but you know they were burning it up and the steam Was going through a nicely placed, you know, like plastic pipe. and I mean, this thing looked like straight up, like professional steel. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, this is freaking cool. The inmate had a look on his face like, oh, I'm screwed. It was obvious he had spent a whole lot of stamps on this. Whole lot of money. There was a whole lot of currency that went through to make this happen. And he didn't look very pleased. But... I told him, I look up at him, and I said, hey, John, John, I need you to do me a favor. He goes, what's that? What's that, DV? And I'm like, go ahead and uh, show me how this works, man. I ain't never seen this shit. Can you, you know, like, give me a rundown? Man, his eyes lit up. He's like, well, Yeah. And he's like, well, here's what I, you know, I got my mix and I really can't talk about the details of that, you know, but yeah, I throw my mix up in there, bro. And I'm, I'm, you know, this is, you know, DV, this is, you know, this is a good shit right here. Right. And you mix it and you got, and so he proceeds to tell me all about this operation and what he's doing and how he's doing it. And I was like, wow. You know, I was so impressed by the way they were doing this. I mean, he had the bags. He was, he was like literally getting the pure alcohol out of this mash. And it was going into a, it was going into a container. And this thing was straight alcohol. But they had put some kind of little bit of a flavoring on it. So it was, it was white lightning, but it had a little something to it. So I hadn't had white lightning since, you know, the Navy and some redneck from out in the hills brought some of his lightning back to our A school and Oh man, this, this dude wasn't ready for all that. And they, they were laughing and drinking it like whatever. Yeah, no, that was, that was some tough stuff. So anyway, I look at him and I said, man, let me taste it. And he was like, oh, hell yeah. You know, got a little something, got a little sip of that thing. And it was fantastic. Went down smooth. It was good stuff. I mean, yeah, it burned, but it was good. And so, you know, I was like, okay. Well, I told him, I said, I appreciate you showing me all of this because I had never seen it. I didn't know how you guys were working this. You know, I didn't know you guys were your own regular, you know, Jack Daniels distillery up in here, but, you know, or A, or A, what is it, AB Whiskey. <laughs> I didn't know you guys were AB Whiskey, but, you know, um, you know, what comes next? Oh, LeBron, you're going to get, and I said, no, that's not what I said. I said, you could throw away the mash. And I know that hurts. But that's the only price I'm going to make you pay on this one. I said, I appreciate you showing me what you were doing. And he was like, oh, man. Thanks, Stevie. Thank you. So he goes ahead and, you know, he's he's putting everything away. And, you know, he flushes mash and stuff. I'll move on. You know, and I thought to myself, man, only in a prison am I going to run into this shit? I mean, like, these guys are so creative, so creative in what they do, and like this dude really took a passion into what he was doing, like he was really into it, and I was cool with that you know, I was going to bust his bubble, and I could have totally wrapped his ass up, but again, there's things that pens that just, when you're in a maximum security like that, man, you got these dudes with 230 years, do I really want to fill the shoe up with a dude who's drinking hooch or stealing hooch, whatever so not quite policy, but it happens. And, um, you know, I, I continue smartly throughout the day. Well, just like we, you know, we were, we've been talking in the past, we were short-staffed. And I get the call, the inevitable call. Hey, TV, you've been hit. you may hit. But you're going to work. I was like, well, do you got a tower? I was like, no, but I got a whole bunch of housing units. You want a housing unit? Well, No. You can get a housing unit, Lieutenant. Well, he wasn't really asking. I'm going to make him an office. Just, you know, I was playing smart at Anyway. Decide, you know, I'm I decide on this unit and I'm working this unit come, you know, the next shift change. And I'm in there. And I didn't recognize this unit. I hadn't worked it before. You know, I didn't know these dudes. It was just, it was just not a good thing. Not knowing who they were. And um, I was getting ready to, you know, I was going to lock them up in the evening, open them up in the, or lock them up for the night and then, you know, open them up in the morning or in the morning when they come up around six or five thirty. And I went to, you know, get ready to lock them down, you know, and there was a sports game going. And these guys had these cards out and they were playing cards and they were, I know they had numbers going You know, you know, they're doing all this stuff. And so the mark of a level of respect is they have any inkling of respect for you. They're going to keep those stamps off the fucking table. Just just keep them off the table, dude. So they keep their beds off the table. You know, but. But you know what they're doing. And so. I was, you know, just watching these dudes, some of them gambling, uh, some of them playing cards, dominoes, all kinds of stuff. I was getting ready to lock them up for the night, but, you know, they were still doing their thing. And so, you know, I look over and these two start, I could see that their body language is changing. And remember, you got to pay attention. You got to know what's going on. So their body language starts changing. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Again, why can't we all be friends? Why can't we? Well, you know. And so no sooner that I turned and I looked again, this dude pulled out this big-ass rod, one of them. I don't know where he got this thing. And he smashed the other dude in the head. I mean, just lit his ass up. Blood splattered everywhere. And he was like, motherfucker, you don't take my shit. La, 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 la. I mean, just going. And I'm, by this time, I'm hitting, you know, I'm, I'm calling that there's a fight, weapons involved, blah, blah, blah. Man, he hit him with a big-ass pipe, bro. And, uh, I don't ever, I never understood or never, never found out why, but I'll tell you what, the guy who took a rod, he ended up being in some serious condition for a long time, you know, and uh, I know that God says spare if not the rod, damn, this dude took it to another level for some gambling stuff, but usually what I found out in the last 17 and a half years is you're going to find the worst, you're going to find the worst of people's animalistic behavior in prisons. You're just going to. They're going to be the worst. And you just have to navigate that and be ready to deal with it. And it always helps to have a Snickers bar handy when you get hungry. This is DV in the Fence. I hope you like the podcast. Please like or subscribe.